The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, and welcome to National Epilepsy Awareness Month. And you know what we're going to be doing all month, right? We're going to be talking about it. And I want to send out a special shout before we get going to Greg Grumberg and J.J. Abrams, because it was so awesome that J.J. Abrams, with his new movie, Morning Glory, everybody go see it, a fantastic comedy, made a point of partnering with the Epilepsy Foundation and talk about it, which was started by Greg Grumberg. So here we are at the Hollywood premiere, except this premiere was in New York City. So the New York City premiere of the movie, and what do, what do they have up everywhere? Talk about it. Oh, it was so awesome. Thank you. I just want to thank both of you for everything you're doing. Just as I'll be thanking the young man who is my guest today, who is awesome. He is a board member, but he is a dynamo. His passion for epilepsy and epilepsy awareness is just phenomenal. Welcome to the show, Ryan Dillon. Well, thank you, Joyce. It's always a, always a pleasure being with you. Well, Ryan, for our listeners throughout the world that don't know you at all, how about telling them how you became involved in the epilepsy community? Sure. Um, I had my first seizure when I was about six months old um, and then was officially diagnosed when I was 14, uh, but never really was involved in, in terms of the community itself. Uh, but, I, you know, I saw a neurologist and appropriate doctors. And then uh, in July of 2008, had a, a seizure after moving to Washington, D.C., where I am now. Um, and ironically, a couple months later, I got a, an email from a, a staff member at the foundation asking me to become involved with the walk, and uh, that was two and a half years ago, and, and the rest is history. And we're so glad you called in. We are so glad you made that call. Well, let me ask you this. When you were first diagnosed uh, and found out that you had epilepsy, how did you feel? You have a you have mixed feelings. Um, you know, there's, there's always a negative stigma associated with epilepsy, so at first you're scared uh, and have every right to be, um, but also, I was the first one, and still am, in my family to have epilepsy. So it was, it was new to my entire family. So as parents, my parents did the appropriate research and got the information they needed. And, uh, you know, we were all on the same page and, and met with a neurologist when I was, when I was younger. Um, and then we, we, our, our first goal was to inform ourselves um, just so we would know how to inform family um, and, and keep them involved. But, you know, one of the important things about Epilepsy awareness is also um, seizure first aid. Uh, in, in my opinion, it's just of as equal importance as awareness itself, just because not a lot of people are familiar with how to react to a seizure or what to do if someone around them has a seizure. So it was all about educating ourselves first on epilepsy and, and first aid, but and, and then reaching out to our family and, and friends and informing them. 
Well, here's your first question coming in from Mary in Norwich, Connecticut. And it is, uh, Ryan, thank you for all you are doing talking about epilepsy, as many people do not want to. My question is, do you know what caused your epilepsy? I, I do not know. Um, I, I don't have a, a direct correlation of, of what caused my seizures. Um, obviously, working in an environment under a lot of stress could be uh, a factor, and there are a lot of factors that could be um, the reasons for my seizures, but uh, there's not one, one certain contribution that I know of that leads to the seizures. And just so you all know, I too am living with epilepsy, and this is not unusual that uh, it's just idiopathic epilepsy or that someone just has epilepsy, but it's really not known what caused it. Now, there are times where people knows, know what caused it, if they were in an accident, traumatic brain injury. I actually had traumatic brain injury after I had epilepsy, which is why, of course, I will always be taking anti-epileptic drugs. But many people having epilepsy, do not know what caused it. So that that, that part is not unusual. Um, and, and, Ryan, I know you've met many people just like me where, you know, they don't know why, but it happens. How about your family? How did they react? They were just as concerned as I was uh, and, and, of course, scared because they didn't know a lot about the, the condition itself either. So, um, you know, it was, it was a team effort, and we just made sure that, Going into this, we were all on the same page, and we um, all were asking the, the questions we needed the answers to, and we asked those questions and, until we got the answers, and we just made sure that we kept each other informed and, and that we all knew what was going on because, um, you know, a, a seizure can happen to anyone, anywhere, anytime. So uh, it was important that we made everyone aware around us um, how to exactly react to a seizure. But your family became very supportive, didn't they? Absolutely. Um, they were 100% supportive. And, and I just want to say to all parents out there, you cannot envision what a difference that makes. You know, when you are like that with your child, it makes all the difference in the world. So, Ryan, many people live with epilepsy. Over 3 million live with epilepsy. But very few people make the decision, I'm going to be an advocate. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to talk about this. I want to do something to spread the news. Um, wh what made you make that decision? It, it was really after my, my seizure in July of 2008, uh, which was a prolonged seizure, and you know I, I recuperated for, for quite some time afterwards. And it was after that seizure that I really reflected and thought to myself, okay, I can continue living like this and, and, and doing this, or I can make a difference. Um, I can get involved and I can make someone else's life easier because of something that I've done. Uh, and so my, my first action was to be, become involved with the National Walk and then it kind of migrated into another host of, of issues. And, you know, Joyce, it really, and I know that you know this because you travel around the country and, and advocate every day, uh, but it really means something when a, a young child uh, looks at you and smiles and says, you know, thank you for doing what you're doing. And... You know, this is someone who, uh, in particular, maybe comes to Capitol Hill and meets with their congressman at the age of six years old and talks about their epilepsy. Um, and that really means a lot because I didn't talk about my epilepsy until I was 24. So it, it really is empowering to know that there are younger kids coming out here and, and doing what I didn't do until I was 24. Um, and so the, the fact that I can bring a smile to one person's face um, 
it's, it's payment for, for what I'm doing, just because knowing that um, the advocacy work is, is so very important. It really is. And, you know, a lot of people don't talk about it. And once again, that is because of the stigma that is attached. You know, people are ashamed to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. But it is amazing that when you get over that, it just makes such a, it, it does, it makes such a difference. It really does because it just frees you um, and it just it makes you feel better. It, it does. Okay, from a Jackie in Houston, Texas. Um, Ryan, I do have a question to ask you about epilepsy. As you know, you can't control it. There is no control. Uh, even if you're on medicine, sometimes you're still having seizures. How do you get over not being afraid that you'll walk out the door and have a seizure? That, that always used to be my fear. Uh, and then, like I said, after the seizure in July of 2008, I, I really thought about I can't live my life every day and every moment being afraid of having a seizure because you don't know when it's going to happen and you don't know where you're going to be. So you can't live your life, being, you can't live your life in fear. What you have to do is um, you know, take advantage of every single moment and, and live every single day um, and, and not think about the negatives. You have to think about the positives. Because if you think about the negatives, that's what you'll be spending your time doing um, is, is thinking about when is my next seizure, where am I going to be, will someone be around me. Um, and, and those are all questions um, that you can confront and, and definitely and, and handle, but it, it's, it's not a good idea to, to live in fear. And, you know, you can walk out the door and have a heart attack. You can walk out the door and be... Uh, you know, struck by lightning, you can give, well, I mean, anything can happen to you. And I realize when you have epilepsy, you're thinking this could happen uh, more often, and it does. But see, there are these things you do. You're cautious, you're prepared, you know, you take your medication, you don't drink alcohol, you get your rest, and you get educated. I would strongly urge everyone listening to the show today, if you are not with at least a neurologist, you should do so. But preferably, if you could get with an epileptologist, a neurologist that specializes in epilepsy, that is so important to have the right doctor and be on the right medication. It really does make a difference. But also, no matter where you live in the United States, there's most likely an affiliate near you. And if there isn't, you can contact the National Foundation at epilepsyfoundation.org, and we'll help you out. And if you go to our website, epilepsyfoundation.org, you will also see a listing of affiliates, that is, epilepsy chapters, where you live. The more you know, the less you fear. It's like anything in life, education always wins the day. So, you know, that, that is what I would suggest. And don't you agree, Ryan? Don't you think that makes a difference? Absolutely. absolutely. I absolutely think that makes a difference because it, I feel like if you're comfortable with the condition yourself, you will, you will live more comfortably. Um, you know, and, and, of course, make your, your friends and, and family aware of the condition and, and how to react, and that will, in turn, make you feel more comfortably. Um, it's, it's all about educating and, and empowering. Yeah, and you know what? When you give back and you meet other people having uncontrollable seizures and you're helping them, 
I always say a great leader serves. And when you do serve, it does make a difference. It really does. It is the most rewarding feeling. You cannot put a price tag on it. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. Hey, if you just joined us, this is National Epilepsy Awareness Month. And guess what? We're going to talk about it. I am a woman living with epilepsy, and I am not ashamed I'm living with epilepsy, and neither should you be. I'm also the chair of the National Board of the Epilepsy Foundation. Go to www.epilepsyfoundation.org, find out more about us, and find out about an affiliate, a chapter, where you live so you can get support right away. We're getting ready to go to break. If you did just join us, our guest is Ryan Dellen, who is a board member of the Epilepsy Foundation, but more importantly, a young leader in America working to make a difference for people living with epilepsy. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice. At voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Ryan. Ask the experts. Call toll free right now. 1 866 472 5787. And ask our all star team to answer your question. That's 1 866 472 5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There's a course offered on 7th Wave Network that you never saw offered in college. One that provides information on how to transform ancient wisdom teachings into everyday life. You'll learn how to create from your spirit and explore the world with all of your senses. Participation is encouraged. Enroll in Spirituality 101, the course you can't afford to miss with your host, Reverend Norma. Class is in session every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time, in your favorite classroom, 7th Wave Network. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. This is National Epilepsy Awareness Month. And we are out here to talk about it. We have as our guest today Ryan Dillon, 
who is on the National Board of the Epilepsy Foundation and just a young dynamo out there to spread the word. I think we have a caller on the line. Hold on. Uh, Ken, are you on the line? Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. This is Ken. Joyce, how are you? Oh, Ken, so great to hear from you. This is Ken Lowenberg, who is just fantastic and works with our national office. Uh, and Ken, it's so nice to hear from you after just seeing you the other night. Yeah, that was a great night. I just wanted to thank you, Joyce, and you, Ryan, for being true national leaders here for National Epilepsy Awareness Month and helping us not only to talk about it, but to help America get seizure smart. And I just wanted to put a plug in to the uh, Epilepsy Foundation's campaign at GetSeizureSmart.org. And thank you, Ryan, for everything that you're doing um, just with young people, with with advocates, with everyone. And I just wanted to ask, um, Ryan, why is it so incredibly important for America to get seizure smart? That's a great question, and I want to take advantage of, of this opportunity of you calling in to say thank you to uh, not only the affiliates across the country, but the national staff out in Maryland. Um, you guys do tremendous work, and you know you you all may not have a, a direct personal connection to someone living with epilepsy, but every day you guys go in to the office and work on behalf of, of those who have epilepsy or families who um, have someone with epilepsy in their families, and you all do commendable work. And, uh, I, you know, I thank you as someone living with epilepsy about, uh, you know, making our daily lives easier. So um, thank you to you and everyone out in, out in the national office. Well, thank um, you. It's a, it's a passion for all of us, and, and uh, you guys are the reason that we do it. So thank you very, very much. Definitely a family out there, that's for sure. Um, back to your question, I think it's so incredibly important to become seizure smart for several reasons. Um, you know, this this kind of piggybacks on talk about it, um, raising awareness, but now um, taking it a step further and getting seizure smart. Um, I was once on the Metro uh, about about a year ago, and I saw this sign that said, in 95% of all medical emergencies, the first responder will be a witness or bystander. And to me, that stands out because as someone living with epilepsy, it's important for me to know... Um, what the general public knows about seizures and, and first aid. Um, it's important to know um, and to educate others. If, if someone were to have a seizure around you, um, you know, what to do um, and how to react and respond. Um, you know, one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. And, and like I said earlier, a seizure can happen to anyone at any time, anywhere. Um, and so, you know, the theme this year is, is get seizure smart, and I would encourage everyone to go to getseizuresmart.org and, and take the quiz of it's seven questions um, to find out what you really know about epilepsy and, and seizures and first aid, um, just because there are, there are small steps that you can take um, and, frankly, could save someone's life if, if someone around you has a seizure. There are very small steps that you can take um, that, could, that could lead to, um, you know, someone having a seizure to, to end in a positive result. Great. Thank you. And, hey, Kent, uh, before you go, and first of all, I hope you all listen. GetSeizureSmart.org. It is information. doesn't take that long to review it, but that if you see someone having a seizure, you'll know what to do. Um, Ken, in addition to that, I did at the beginning of the show 
send out special thanks to Greg Rumberg and J.J. Abrams. Um, and, and just by the way, as Ryan said, Ken, you have done an absolutely fantastic job helping us. What is amazing is how passionate you are about this. Um, although you're not living with epilepsy, you do have the passion, no question. I wondered if you could take just a moment and explain uh, to our listeners what J.J. Abrams and Greg did. Absolutely. Well, J.J. Abrams is the head of Bad Robot Productions, and they are releasing a movie nationwide tomorrow called Morning Glory, starring Harrison Ford and Diane Keaton and Rachel McAdams. They had the world premiere for that movie on Sunday night in New York City. And that premiere, the beneficiary of that premiere was TalkAboutIt.org and the Epilepsy Foundation. So if you go on the Internet and you look for pictures of Harrison Ford and Rachel McAdams and any reference to Morning Glory, you'll see the TalkAboutIt.org logo. And uh, we're about to put together a release here at the Foundation where you will see all the stars talking about epilepsy. And that's something that J.J. did because Jake, uh, Greg's son, is also J.J.'s godson. And J.J. Abrams knows what it's like to have someone in his family living with epilepsy. And Greg is absolutely passionate about everything that he does. He wants to change the world, not just for his son, but for all of the sons and daughters who are living with seizures. And so J.J. said to Paramount, I want the world premiere of Morning Glory to be a benefit for talkaboutit.org. And the logo was on the step and repeat. And it's a great opportunity for all of these amazing actors and producers and Hollywood folks to talk about it on Sunday night. And uh, it was an opportunity for all of us to get in front of the media. Joyce, I know you walked the red carpet. You and, and uh, Denise Peace and Blanca Vasquez had an opportunity to walk the red carpet and talk to people like the New York Times. And that was an opportunity that J.J. gave to us. It was a great gift. And, and uh, I, I am, and I know the entire organization is very thankful to him and Greg for that opportunity. Now, you're probably, if you're listening, thinking, wow, this is really exciting. I want to hear all the details. I want to know who all they met. I want to know what an after party really is. Well, then you have to listen to when Ken Lowenberg's my guest this month, and he will give you all those juicy Hollywood secrets and tell you about when he went out. because, uh, because But remember, J.J. Abrams was behind Star Trek, and we will give you the scoop when you tune in. Hey, Absolutely. Ken, thank you for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you, Joyce, and thank you, Ryan, for all that you do for everyone living with epilepsy. I really appreciate it, and the staff here really does, too. Thank you very much. Thank all righty. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. <clears throat> Such an awesome person he is. Just as you said, Ryan, we have so many people helping us. Absolutely. And uh you know, at the end of the day, it's a team effort, and you know. Um, well, Ryan, as you and well, and as I alluded to, many people hide epilepsy. They don't talk about it. What do you think is the main reason that people are afraid to talk about their epilepsy? The the absolute main reason is there's a negative stigma associated with epilepsy and seizures, um, and especially for young people, it's difficult because. Uh, at such a young age, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to be a part of the cool crowd, you're trying to define yourself, you're trying to figure yourself out, and uh, all of a sudden there's this curveball that's thrown at you, and, and that curveball is epilepsy. And at, at such a young age, you don't know how to talk about it, and you don't know how to explain it to people. 
Um, and, and so what I tell a lot of young folks is first educate yourself. Know what epilepsy, epilepsy is. Know how. Know what seizures are. Know know a little bit of information about the, the types of seizures you have, um, and kind of create several bullet points for yourself. And then once you are familiar and comfortable with that, tell your best friend. We all have best friends, and we can tell our best friends anything. And you develop, develop that message and tell your best friend and, and gauge the reaction of your best friend because they will be the ultimate uh, bounce off for you in terms of is this the right message, is this how I explain it, is this complicated, uh, complicated to understand, should I make it easier to understand, you know, what, will our friends understand what I'm talking about, how accepting will our friends be, because um, your best friend will hopefully be honest with you. Um, and, you know, once you tell your best friend, then step out and tell another friend and, and you know, fine-tune that message and just tell one friend at a time if that's how you have to do it. Um, and, frankly, that's, that's the way I did it and that's the way that I felt most comfortable in doing it. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's amazing that once you start that, the more you talk about it to people, you take away the mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, you take away the myths. You destroy the myths. Uh, and another person, by the way, who had a total influence on me in my life is Tony Coelho. And he is the only person I know of that once he gets out there and talks about epilepsy, that all these people are ready to wear the epilepsy badge. You know, I want to be like Tony. And it's because he does take away the fear. You know, I mean, he jokes about things. He kids around about things. But but really what he's doing is he is demystifying this. Well, absolutely. And, you know, the word seizure can be scary, and, and if you don't know what to do, that can also be scary. Um, so that's why, you know, when you, when you tell your best friend or, or anyone about epilepsy, also talk about seizure first aid and, and the important first steps that anyone can take if someone around them is having a seizure. And I would guarantee you eight times out of ten, that would take away the negative stigma. Yeah, remember what, what Ken called in about, get seizure smart. Absolutely. Uh, go to the epilepsy website, epilepsyfoundation.org, and get seizure smart. It really is helpful. It's really beneficial because, just as Ryan said, that is the thing that frightens people the most until they know about it. And once they know about it, then they know what to do. And they know that, you know, so, hey, let me just point out a few things, by the way. Number one, it's not contagious. And number two, do not put anything in the person's mouth. That is a total urban legend. You cannot swallow your tongue. So, you know, just those two things. Oh, and another thing, when the person comes to, don't freak out. Exactly. But if it is the first time you've ever seen this person have a seizure and you have no idea you know, what's going on, such as if they could be pregnant or they could have diabetes, you're not sure, then you call 911. But once you know the person has epilepsy and they explain all of it, you'll know what to do. And you'll understand that it is going to end and then it's going to be worse for you than me because you're the one that's going to freak out. Try not to do that. Don't you agree, Ryan? Absolutely, because I think, like I said, a seizure can be scary. But if you know what to do, at least you can remain calm and help the person as opposed to not knowing what to do and, and freak out and, 
you know, when that person comes to you're still freaking out and then the person having a seizure would freak out. Um, I, I feel like if everyone was seizure smart, then the seizure itself may be scary, but at least you'll remain calm because you know what to do and how to react. Right. Then we could have that circle with the uh, line through it, freaking out. Don't do it. Yep, absolutely. All right. Hey, listen, we're going to get ready to go to break here, but if you just joined us, what a great show. We're talking to Ryan Dillon, a young man who's a board member of the National Epilepsy Foundation. He is a director of the board. He's living with epilepsy, and he's talking about it, and so am I. We are here to let you know that when you're living with epilepsy, you do not need to be ashamed. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Ryan. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we're talking to Ryan Dillon, a young board member of the Epilepsy Foundation Board of Directors, and he is out there talking about his epilepsy and making a difference every day. I think we have a caller on the line. Yes, this is Kathy from San Diego. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. How are you? Fine, fine. I know both of you, Joyce and Ryan, spent a lot of time helping people with epilepsy. And, Joyce, you're all over the country 
every day speaking about epilepsy, and I think that's fantastic. I don't know how you keep her stamina up. I have a question for you, but before we get to that, Joyce, I have one for Ryan. <laughs> and, Ryan, I, have, um, I know you've been living back in D.C. and um, working in the political process back there, and I wanted to know in your years that you spent back there, what, what can you tell us about behind-the-scenes scenes, or what have you learned from your experience back in Washington, D.C. that um, helps people with disabilities in general? Sure. Well, first off, it was great seeing you this weekend, and, and thank you for conducting and putting together a, a great weekend for, for the board. Um, and thank you for all the work that you do in, in San Diego. Um, you know, it's been interesting because there's two perceptions of, of Capitol Hill. There's the one that you see on the national media, and there's the one that you see when you're here on the ground. Um, and, and the one that I have seen being here on the ground is the one that I have fallen in love with. Because what you see is you see behind the scenes, you see members of Congress and you see political leaders embracing certain charities and foundations. Um, An Epilepsy Foundation is not one that has been very prominent on Capitol Hill. Um, But over the last year and a half, it's been one of of my goals to um, use to my advantage where I am in terms of communicating with members of Congress and their staff about epilepsy and seizure smart. Uh, and what I did was last year, last November, um, during Talk About It, the Awareness Month, I launched an initiative, 535. Um, and that was my goal to reach out to every member of Congress's office, not asking for money, not asking for legislation, not asking for anything, only to educate their office on epilepsy and seizure first aid. Uh, because, you know, and, and I used the statistic one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. And, you know, in, in all medical emergencies, the first, in 95% of the cases, the first responder is a witness or bystander. So if I were to have a seizure on Capitol Hill, I would want someone to know how to react and what to do. Um, and so I set out on that mission to educate all the offices and members. And, you know, we made incredible strides in the sense that many members put it, put um, epilepsy and seizure first aid um, guidelines in their um, staff handbooks, um, you know, the staff sent around emails to each other. We had members of Congress talking about it on the House floor. Um, so now I sense there's a general discussion in terms of epilepsy on Capitol Hill amongst members um, since we've begun to raise awareness uh, in areas that we hadn't necessarily done so. Um, so in, in terms of epilepsy, I, I find that there are staffers who now are fully aware, uh, and I'll use an example. I have a friend who works on Capitol Hill, and she was out eating pizza at a restaurant um, probably about four months ago on, on, on the Hill. And someone in the restaurant had a seizure. And she knew what to do because I had spoken to her about how to react to someone having a seizure. And, you know, she made the comment, had you not told me, I would have known what to, what to do. Um, so our, our efforts are working in the sense that people are listening to the message and, and, and responding and understanding it and are able to put it into practice if, if need be. Well, that's fantastic. You've been walking the inside halls like only you could do. Hey, well, Kathy, I have something to to say. First of all, we had our national board meeting in San Diego, um, and Kathy and her affiliate arranged all of this. It was absolutely fantastic to be at the San Diego Zoo, and I understand Ryan here had quite an experience that night, Kathy. 
I, I oh, did. yeah. I think the man can conquer any fear he has in life going forward. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Well, I, I have this deathly fear of snakes, um, and I, I don't know where it came from. I've never had a traumatic experience with snakes, but I can't stand the sight of them, the movement of them in books or on TV or anywhere. Um, but at, at the zoo, Cassie had arranged for a presentation of, um, of animals for us before dinner, and of, of course included in any presentation is a python. Um, and so I somehow mustered the courage, and, and thanks to some of my friends on the board um, who ph- photographed it, um, I have evidence of, of touching this python, but, you know, my fear is still there. <laughs> I don't know how you did that because he'd asked me, are you going to have a snake? And I said, I didn't expect to, I didn't know we were having a snake there. So I I saw his eyes get pretty wide (laughs) when they said they were going to bring a a python out. And I would have never dreamed that you you could muster up the courage to actually touch the snake. That's pretty good. (laughs) Well, there's evidence and that's all I've got. (laughs) Well, and it wasn't exactly like a little garter snake there either. I mean, this was a big, big snake. So that was pretty good, Ryan. And Kathy, I love the owl. Oh, great, Joyce. <laughs> I loved it. And thank you, Kathy, for what you're doing to help us. Well, thank you, Joyce. I'm always happy to do it. It was wonderful to have everybody out here, so many dedicated people to epilepsy in San Diego, and we did have a really good time at the zoo. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I, I really enjoy this particular Voice America um, Ryan, you are so eloquent and articulate, and to hear you and Joyce uh, talking about epilepsy and your personal experience of uh, having seizures and living with seizures day to day, I mean, I, powerful voices today, really. Well, thank well, you. Thank you, Kathy. You are too. And thanks for calling in, and have a fantastic week. You too. I'll tell you what, so many great people we know, Ryan. Absolutely. One thing I do want to take a few minutes to talk about, Ryan, is that as you well know, just like you, I'm all about young people, and I speak across the United States, and I have this fantastic Bender lead-on team of young people. And by the way, Yoshiko, Dart, if you're listening to the show, see I'm thinking about you all the time uh, with our Bender lead-on team. But what this is is a group of young people. You can go on Facebook Go to Bender Lead On Team, and you can join the team. It's young people living with disabilities who want to be leaders and who are standing up against bullying and bully side, which is a terrible, terrible thing where young people living with disabilities or or who are gay, whatever it is, are bullied so much that they commit bully side, which, of course, is suicide. And I'm very, very sorry to say this just happened again in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, uh, with a young man in high school that was about 13 years old that was constantly ridiculed about his clothing and that he came across feminine and all these millions of things that left his house in the middle of the night and walked in front of a tractor trailer after leaving um, a note to his family that hopefully this will help someone else who's been bullied. You know, and I hear that and I think, oh my God, why couldn't have I known him? I mean, how terrible that is 
And, and Ryan, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You know, what can we try to do to prevent this bullying and bully side that's occurring? Yeah, you know, in terms of epilepsy, um, in, in the perfect world, there would be no bullying. Um, but unfortunately, we don't live in that perfect world. In, in terms of epilepsy, I think the, the number one thing for, for young people to know that um, you're not alone. I mean, there are over 3 million Americans living with epilepsy. There's over 200,000 new cases each year. Um, and so you, you need to understand that you're not alone and that there are folks that you can reach out to. Um, you know, what you can do is you can go on to the foundation's website, epilepsyfoundation.org, and find an affiliate near you um, and, and reach out to young people in your area who have epilepsy and, and communicate with them and, and use them as a, a, a comfort group to, to help you deal with that. And you know what else? Go to talkaboutit.org. If you go to talkaboutit.org, you're going to see a very famous movie star talking about intimidation and bullying and that you don't need to be ashamed. And you listen to me right now. If you're living with epilepsy and you're getting bullied at school, you get in touch with me. You go to that Bender Lead On page because we care about you. We, you have tons of friends you don't even know about. And you know what? We've got your back. We're here for you. Ryan's got your back. I've got your back. So many other people do, and we will be there for you. There is no one, no thing worth you taking your life, ever. It does stop at some point. It really does. But you just have to hang in there. Right, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the important thing to know is that there are, there are people out there that, that will, will help you and are, are ready to do so. You got it. You got it. You heard him. We're there for you, and we're ready to help you. Hey, if you just joined in and you're hearing this show and you're thinking, oh, I wish this other person had heard this show, here's what you do. You go to voiceamerica.com because all these shows are archived and they have been for the past six years. So you can just go there and listen to the show um, and recommend it to your friends because we want everyone to talk about it we want everyone to get seizure smart, and we want every young person to know how beautiful they are and that living with epilepsy does not change that. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice at Disability Matters on voiceamerica.com, where we talk about it. Every day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we'll be right back with Ryan to close the show. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. 
One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Marsh Engel Show. Join the movement to empower yourself with the essentials of feminine power and success and learn how women around the world are becoming more inspired, more influential, and absolutely amazing. Each week, Marsh sits down for an engaging conversation with women who are boldly committed to living their most amazing life. You'll discover ways to step into your greatest vision, deepen your relationships, and unleash your real creative brilliance. Get ready. It's time to jump into the conversation. It's Monday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern for The Marsh Engel Show on the Voice America Business Network. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and wellness network stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com if you have a question or comment call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788 now please welcome back the host of disability matters here's joy spender Hey, welcome back to the show. We are on with Ryan Dillon, a board member and director of the Epilepsy Foundation's National Board and a young man living with epilepsy working to make a difference in America. And hey, Ryan, I wanted to talk to you for a minute about the National Youth Council in the Epilepsy Foundation and how important you think that is, the National Youth Council. Can you talk about that for a minute? Sure. Um, I think the Youth Council, the National Youth Council, and the Youth Councils at the affiliates across the country are extremely important in the fact that we are the next generation of leadership, and it's important to prepare them early. Um, and it's it's so inspiring to see so many young kids across the country talking about epilepsy and seizure first aid. Um, like I mentioned before, just because at that age I wasn't comfortable with it, and I and I wasn't at that age. And so it's so vital that we include them in the process because they truly have a story and they have a message and they're very, um, they're very good at what they, how they present it. Um, and we can learn from them in terms of educating our peers, um, but it's so important to include them in the process. It is. It is, and it does make a difference. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about for a few minutes, and, and by the way, that National Youth Council, I love that National Youth Council. They are awesome. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about National Epilepsy Awareness Month and what you've done about that. Great. Well, you know, there's, there's certain things that I'm doing um, that, I, that I can mention, but there's also so many things that others around the country can do, um, and they're fast and they're easy and they're free. 
that's one of the advantages of social media, uh, Facebook and Twitter, is that you can convey a, a, a message to a large number of people very quickly at no cost. Um, and so that's very easy for people to do in terms of making a Facebook status or tweeting something about epilepsy um, can be done very quickly. And um, some of the things that, that I'm working on are, um, some are back in my home state of Missouri. Um, the, the, the mayor of my hometown, Rolla, has declared November National Epilepsy Awareness Month in Rolla, um, and we'll be doing that presentation next Monday. Um, we're working with the governor's office in Missouri, um, declaring November National or Epilepsy Awareness Month in Missouri, um, and promoting Get Seizure Smart. Um, we're working. I'm working with various members of Congress about some, some of the things they can do in terms of tweeting, um, Facebook messages, floor speeches, or, or releases. Um, and I'm also launching my 2011 Walk Team, um, Movers and Shakers. So there's just so much going on. Um, that and but there's so much things that people can do across the country to engage in the process as well. Yeah, make sure you talk about it. Everyone, make sure you talk about it. I think we have a caller on the line. Hello? 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 Yes, go ahead, caller. Hi, this is his Aunt Jenny from Cypress, Texas. Hello, Aunt Jenny. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I am fantastic. Are you wanting to talk to Ryan? Oh, I was just going to tell him that we love him and we support him and we're proud of him. Well, you know, I, I appreciate that very much. And, and like we mentioned, um, I've had the unwavering support of my family, and that's been a driving force in, in what I do. Well, Aunt Jenny, we need more ants like you. Oh, yeah. well, he had one of his first seizures at my home. So then you know what it's like. Yes. But you love him anyway. Well, of course we do. Yeah, and see, this is what I have to say. More people, when you acknowledge with your children or nephews, nieces, whatever it is, and you let them know, yeah, you have this, but you're okay, you will make such a difference. So, Aunt Jenny, kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Bye, Ryan. Bye-bye. That is so awesome, Ryan. (laughs) Do you know how many people have families where they tell their children not to talk about it? Uh, I do, and, and you know, one of those families was uh, Tony Coelho. And, That's and right. Look, and look what he's done. That's right. Well, in your life, you already, I mean, you heard him. He, he gets governors to do this. He goes everywhere. I mean, you can't imagine how much this young man does. Just wait. Just give him time. You'll be seeing him out there somewhere politically, I'm telling you. Just wait. Uh, but, Ryan, you have accomplished so much in your life already. But if you had to list one thing as your greatest accomplishment, what would that be? That's a very tough question. Um, I think one of my biggest accomplishments was um, moving to Washington, D.C. for several reasons. Um, I, I did that uh, right after college. Uh, and moved to Washington to work on Capitol Hill. And I, I did that moving from a rural area, uh, and then it's kind of like the, the country boy going to the big city, um, just because although I had been exposed to um, life in the big city, uh, you know, I was moving here on my own. I, it was me. And so uh, it, was, it was a big accomplishment for me in the sense that, um, you know, a majority of my family is still in Missouri. And so I was kind of the one of the first birds to, to fly. Um, and so I came here and have enjoyed my time here and, and uh, you know, enjoyed my work on Capitol Hill. Well, that big step you took, look how it changed your life. 
Yeah, and you know, I, I also want to thank um, my my boss, um, Congressman Skelton, who is leaving Congress after this month, but has always been a, a supporter of the epilepsy community um, in terms of those living with epilepsy, but also a a new constituency that that not a folks not a lot of folks are familiar with, and those are our veterans. Um, you know, there are so many returning veterans from Iraq and Afghanistan that have suffered traumatic brain injury, and um, you know, down the line, those those soldiers, um, those men and women who have put their lives on the line for us, are more susceptible to seizures because of their traumatic brain injury. Um, and you know, between 48,000 and 170,000 soldiers who served in Iraq and Afghanistan will develop post-traumatic epilepsy as a result of their traumatic brain injury. And so, I just want to bring to light um, the new constituency of folks who are developing this and. And really want people to understand that, you know, these, these aren't just young people. These aren't just the elderly or infants. Um, these are our veterans as well. Um, they're, like I said, a seizure can happen to anyone at any time, anywhere. Um, and, you know, not only have our veterans put their lives on the line for our everyday freedom, but now are developing um, these types of seizures and epilepsy as a result of, of an injury in combat. And he is so right. I'm glad you brought that up, Ryan, because when you, the number one injury in Iraq and Afghanistan is, of course, traumatic brain injury as a result of these bombs and the bombings. And so, just so you know, after that type of impact to the brain, 50% of the time, you're going to develop epilepsy. So I'm really glad he mentioned that because that does bring in a whole new group of people that I would hope you would care about. Uh, and, Ryan, I wanted to ask you before we close the show, if you had to leave one message with our listeners, what would it be? Three words. Get seizure smart. Uh, it's very simple. We've been talking about it for, for the past hour. And what you can do is you can go to getseizuresmart.org, and you can take the quiz and become familiar with seizures and epilepsy, but also make a difference. Um, there's a host of things that you can do with these quizzes. Um, you can you can print them out um, and take them to you, you can take them to your local pizza delivering company and ask them if they'll put one in each box they deliver. You can post them um, on college campuses. You can ask your friends to take the quiz. Um, it's very easy. And I know the foundation has a goal of educating or getting one million Americans teacher smart this month, and and you can do your part by by helping us in that effort. And you can tweet it on Twitter. You can put it on Facebook. Put it everywhere. Talk about it everywhere. But getseizuresmart.org. Don't forget about that. Hey, Ryan, thank you so much for being with us. And let me say I'm proud to know you, and we are blessed to have you on the national board. Well, Joyce, thank you for for all the work that you do. And and, uh, I know that you have a hectic schedule, um, but I think, like me, you run on adrenaline and you run on the message and you run on the fact that you know you're making a difference in someone's life wherever you go. And that well, is Thank you, Ryan. Itself. We both are. We're on a crusade, right? We are on a crusade as, yeah, as a team. That's right. And we are a team. Don't forget that. And, and listen, folks, this is National Epilepsy Awareness Month. We have to end the show with a quote by a famous leader in America. And guess who it is today? It's Alan Fanica, NFL star of the Arizona Cardinals, who said, epilepsy does not stop me. 
Do you ever see him play? I assure you, it doesn't stop him. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice in National Epilepsy Awareness Month on voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.